Hi, welcome to the next episode of, well, the latest episode mm. of <laughs> Mystery Smith's Dungeon. This episode. This episode. This episode. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Not the next well. one. <laughs> the next one is next time. Right. <laughs> right, get your episodes in order. All right. <laughs> my episodes, my life, all of that, right? All right. <laughs> So, this is the way we start off 2023. Just, just shaking my head. I'm just going to shake my head through the episode. You do that. All well, right. I'm just thinking, if you get all your shit together, then you won't be Mia. Exactly. Right. Thank you. You'll be fine. Thank you. Right. This, have some this fun. podcast wouldn't be hilarious if we knew what the fuck we were talking about. <laughs> that is true. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yes, so- but we're learning. <laughs> Aren't we all? We're teaching everyone else to not know what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> Oh man, we need to start over. This stuff. (laughs) Really? Yay! This is for the blooper reel. (laughs) Every episode is for the blooper reel. All right, here we go. I'm Mistress Mia. Hi, Mistress Mia. Hi, John. Hi, John. Hi, John. Oh. Hi, Misty. I'm Queen Misty Brain. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> me. <laughs> All right, guys. All right. <laughs> So, tonight we're going to talk from kinkweekly.com. So, scene ideas, first BDSM session with a new play partner. Now, you know, we haven't talked about this in forever and a day, but it's really a thing because we go to events, we see people play for the very first time with people they don't even know. Oh, yeah. And it's like they think they're fucking somebody, which you would have control over on Mm -hmm. some level, Mm -hmm. right? More so than you would being a submissive or a bottom to a top or dom. Well, I mean, fucking's not hard. Even vanilla people can do that. True. Fucking vanillas. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there's not a whole lot of negotiation with fucking. No, no. Do you want to fuck? Yeah. Sure. Wear a condom, that's negotiating. Sure. And that's why it's boring. (laughs) (laughs) Up, down, in, out. Yay. (laughs) Not boring to vanilla. It feels good. Yeah, they like it. So, the first time playing with it. If I'm not squeezing your tip hard enough to make it explode, we're not having fun. Wow. Or or putting my legs behind my head. Right. Wow. Okay. The first time playing with a new play partner, special, it says. Is it? Is it really? Yes. There's a magical electricity in the newness and uncertainty as you begin to connect with each other through dominance and submission. Well, that's usually the electricity I'm shoving through their body. Oh, okay. And here, I thought this was a Disney special. Y'all are making fun of this. (laughs) When I read it, I was like, aw, this is the first time John and I played. I know. And And we had electricity. It was magical. Yes, it was very electrical. I was shoving electricity through her body. (laughs) I was thinking about the first time I played too, baby. (laughs) Gee. (laughs) You know, I just have to mock a lot of things because, you know, I'm looking at John. (laughs) I mean... (laughs) 
How can you I'm not? I that is why. You look at me and I'm just like one of those dogs with my tongue hanging out and cross-eyed. <laughs> no, I get serious. John no. turns it around on you. He right? does. He does. But it is true. You know, the first time is magical. It's like, you know, you're... You, and, and I think it's magical when you find that right partner. I think that's the key. Right. You know? Well, because read the, read the last part of it. The last part says... As you experience with each other's energy, there is a delicious joy in seeing how your new partner responds to your unique, to your unique style of dominance. Yeah, and I just I play that out all the time um, because we did a lot of energy play Very with true. our first session, and just the connection that we had, you know, that I felt, I felt yeah. this instant connection. I felt our energy you know, connect and and I was just willing to to just melt into the table and do anything for him. That's the kind of effect that he had on me. That that's usually what happens when I touch your butt, look, touch people's butts for the first time. I was, I was gonna say butthole. No butthole yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Just, that, that, that made what I said sound so romantic. It's okay, baby. I didn't put your butthole in that, did I? Yeah, I didn't put your butthole that night, did I? Well, you just got done. Throw me under the bus. Well, John just turns everything around, so I did. Yes, you did, baby. I turned it around. Since you made it my fault, I'm going to make it my fault. Okay. Aww. So. No, it was, it was, it was, it, what? Make, make it okay now, baby. Yes. I don't have to do shit. It already is okay. 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 <laughs> Everybody's laughing. Everything's good. Okay. Okay. I've stopped. All right. All right. Go ahead, John. So it is, it is fun. The, the first time you play with somebody, it's new, it's exciting. It, it doesn't really matter what you're doing. It's just the fact that you're there with somebody new and getting to know them and to understand how they react. Oh, your face now. <laughs> just so happened we were outside for the whole world and God to see. And it was amazing. It was. We had the, Under we had, the stars. We had an audience. The we fountain and your pool was flowing. There yeah. was music. The moonlight behind yeah. her and her silhouette. Oh, oh, see, he's joking, but that's what he says. Yeah. I'm not joking. Okay. <laughs> I'm joking, but that's what he says. Either, yeah. either that's what I say or it's a joke. I don't understand. Okay. So. Oh, I twisted it again. I think Misty sees the, the romance in it. And, you know, typical man, you know, they see the some aesthetics to it. Some. Uh, <laughs> breast. <laughs> glistening in the moonlight. Yes. Absolutely. That wet pussy dripping on the table. <laughs> Well, if you think being strapped to a cross and beaten with a flogger is romantic, I can think you're dripping pussy and you're glistening press and romantic. Okay, you're right. All right. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, number one. Where are we going to go into? This starts basically, I think, setting the scene at some point. Yeah, it says when preparing for the first placing session, norm I normally have a few things I like to have as an outcome from the scene. All right. So there so, we go. What do you usually want to get out of the scene? 
Me, personally? Yeah, you and want, Mia, actually. I want to give them, you know, it's hard. The first thing is always hard because you don't know the person. You don't know what they really want. You don't know what their limits are. You discuss it. You talk about it. and the, But until you actually do it, you don't know. Right. And it, for me, it's difficult because I don't know if they're actually going to safe word when they need to. So I try to go really slow the first time. Even as somebody that, you know, we negotiated for a long time and we still took it slow mm-hmm. because I still didn't know. I knew what you said, but I still needed to learn your reactions and learn. So my, my personal outcome is to learn, learn the person I'm playing with, to give them a good experience so that they'll come back. Mm-hmm. You know, if we're not having a good experience, I don't want to. I don't want to come back if I'm not having a good experience. So I want to have a good experience. I want you to have a good experience. And I want to learn not just what you tell me, but the reality of of where you want to go. So mm-hmm. the first time we played, I was kind of just gauging where does she want to go. What parts we did a lot of different things. We did. Put you on the cross. And we did impact play. We did electrical play. We did wax play. We did sensual play. We did energy play, and I just was really trying to gauge which aspects you liked the most, what parts of those you liked, where you wanted to go, and where you wanted to push. Because I know where you said you wanted to push, but the next time we played, I pushed really hard in certain areas, but not in others, because I was able to gauge from the first time we played where you were at and what got you excited and where you were willing to go beyond just what we talked about. Right. Because it's hard. It's hard to to be honest with people even when they're begging you to be honest with them. It, because you don't know. You're embarrassed that they won't like what you have to say or you're embarrassed because you don't. maybe I can't go as far as they want me to, so I'm going to say I can go farther and I really can't. Right. Right, as as the bottom, you want the the top to be happy. You know that you want the the dominant to want to play with you and to be proud of you and to be proud of themselves for getting you to places. So sometimes, sometimes, yeah, I push a little bit further than maybe but I we, intended to. We talk about this a lot. We don't want to cause harm. We we cause pain. But we don't want to cause harm. We don't want to cause permanent damage. Right. So we need to make sure that the person we're playing with is going to tell us when when it's too much. Because there's a lot more harm than just physical harm. Right. Especially a lot of the things that we're doing. And I have to I have to be careful and pull back a lot sometimes with the psychological aspects and the mind fucking. Because a lot of times I, I'll say or do things as part of the play, but I have to be careful not to push too far. And then you take it outside the play and say, Oh my God, he really thinks that about me. So we have to come back and do a lot of aftercare. Yeah. Like today. Yeah. Yeah. Like today. We have to do a lot of aftercare today. <laughs> Cause we pushed really hard this weekend. Mm-hmm, we did. Yeah. But I still love you. Um, it's okay. Everything's fine. <laughs> <laughs> It says, number one, for my play partner to feel confident that she's in safe hands. That's important. You know, you have to build trust. Number two, to get to know each other's play style and how she responds to some of the main types of activities within the BDSM 
umbrella. So what we just talked about. And then number three, for both of us to have a positive, fun, sexy experience that leaves us both excited to play with each other again. That's what we said. See? Yeah. We do this all the time. Yes. Um, what about you, Mia? I don't read these things, and then we talk about it. And it's like, <coughs> oh, that's what they said. Well, it's like we do BDSM or something. <laughs> like you know what you're doing. <laughs> you know, there's two types of play for me. So I have play with my partner. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I know what he likes. I take him beyond his limits sometimes. And that's always my goal, to push him past his limits to where he is in true fear. And that's what he right. really wants. Right. You know? <laughs> and that's just exhilarating. So it's an exhilarating feeling. And all this time, I think, you know, in the process of what I'm doing with him, I'm thinking, God, am I going to be doing this when I'm 80 years old and be like, come here, honey, let's do breath play, you know? <laughs> you know, that's where I go when I your face that and pass off, I took a nap. Like, am I going to be doing that, you know? <laughs> Because, you know, it's all exhilarating. You know, you're like riding the roller coaster, you know, Mm -hmm. you're getting through it. And then once it's come down into a crash, you know, and it's done, it's like, shit, did we just do that? And and is he still going to want to do that with me in 10 years? Yeah. Right. Yeah. True. Yes. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But yes. I'm not going to work that hard for 10 years just to be like, Okay, I'm going to go find somebody who doesn't know what they're doing. No. <laughs> that was a lot of work. We just got here. We got more pushing to do. <laughs> you know, and then when I when I see people, you know, that come in the dungeon for the first time, you know, a lot of them, they think they know what they want. They mm-hmm. try to tell us what they want. But, you know, ultimately, there is no plan. You know, mm-hmm. we, we like to start off slow. We like to see what their limits are. You know, some of them talk about pegging. You know, none of them are really prepared for pegging Mm -hmm. unless they've done it forever. (laughs) Right. Right. You know, some of them get scared by a blindfold, you know, so it's taking your time with every little piece. Some of them think pegging is just one insertion. Oh, yeah. It's not. No. uh, You know, if I'm going to peg, I'm going to grab them by the hips and fuck them. you know, right. Yes. Isn't that what they would do with me? Yes. Yes. I don't so. know. Is that what I do to you? <laughs> it's what I like for you to do with me. <laughs> we go way beyond that. And, you know, yeah. if anyone's curious about our pegging segment, you know, we did that episode and I, I titled it and I had to laugh at myself after because, you know, it's five in the morning. I'm posting it. Yeah. I'm like, you know, John uploaded it. He had, he edited it. Let, what am I going to name this? And I put bend over boy. I'm going to peg you or something. Not a fact. And I was like, wow, I'm so country right now. Bend over boy. Exactly. And that's Take what I was thinking. Square <laughs> like a piggy. <laughs> but, you know, it's a good thing that you're here because honestly, you think about it. You're you're the bottom. You're the you're the sub. Mm-hmm. You're getting all these other feelings that John and I don't have. Right. You know. Right. We're not the vulnerable ones here. We're not you know the weak ones on on some level. Right. You know. And my submissive always wants to feel weak. You know. He wants to feel helpless. You know. Hmm. You know. And it, it is a vulnerability that I don't I don't feel. It is know? a vulnerability. It's a yeah. huge vulnerability. I mean, it you're is. just. 
when John said he's got to be careful with the psychological stuff. Yeah. I mean, that's just a huge part of it. Yeah. I mean, I like all the physical stuff and I can take a lot of that. The psychological mindfuck, which I like, but I mean, I I have to, I have to talk about it later. Yeah. You know, because. Yeah. um, Yeah. We have to remember it was role play. It wasn't. Right. Right. Because that part can feel real. Even after. Oh, definitely. Right. Did it, does he really feel that way about me? Does he really think that I'm that? <laughs> yeah. And so, like today, I am in a sub drop. And, and I told him, you know, we need to write these things down so you can read it to me each time I hit a sub drop. I still love you. I'm still here. I still think you're beautiful. You're a pretty, pretty princess. You yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your tits oh are God. beautiful. I love them. It's okay. Yes. I still like you. It's you're okay still sexy. Cry. You're not crazy all the time. <laughs> yeah. I know. Laugh, it's no, true. I didn't mean it when I said you're a psycho slut bitch. <laughs> Stop thinking you're a psycho slut bitch. I didn't mean it. I'm not really going to cut off your arm and fuck you. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> that one was real. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, kids. Let's get to pre-play, shall we? Pre-play. Yeah, get the scene negotiation done before you meet to play. This leaves more time for play and less room for someone to feel pressured or excited into agreeing into something that they didn't really want to ideally earlier than the day you were playing. I recommend completing a written checklist rather than just a verbal discussion. Well, you did just mention checklists. Mm-hmm. It, it plays a role, plays yeah, a part. We did oh, that. Huge. We, we fill out a huge checklist. Right. You can make your own checklist. Everything that follows below assumes that it's okay in negotiations. Adjust your scene based on your play partner's preferences and agreed boundaries. As a general rule, never do anything in play that wasn't negotiated prior or try to renegotiate during play scenes. We've seen that often enough. And establish how much time you have for your play. The last thing you want is to be planning a multi-hour masterpiece, but she needs to leave in an hour to meet her friends. Yeah. And part of the fun part of playing with someone new is that it's different. Yeah. If you did the same scene every time with everybody you played with, that would get boring and monotonous. Yeah. That's the whole reason we do this is so that it doesn't get boring and monotonous. Absolutely. So there's going to be things that I do with her and we're going to get really intense because we would really like to get intense. Mm-hmm. But when I go play with somebody else, I'm going to do something completely. We might do some of the same aspects. I do fire play with other people, but it's not the same scene. I do fire cupping with other people, but it's not the same scene. So part of playing with someone new is getting to know someone new and doing new things. So figure out what they want and go down a different road than what you've got down before. Because Very everybody's true. going to want something different. So you get to play different things out. Very true. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. So set the, set scene. the scene for us, Misty. Okay. Set up your play space before your play partner arrives. This includes working out which equipment and toys you'll want to use and having them handy to the place that you want to use them. You can always ad-lib a bit, of course, but if you have to hunt around for everything during the scene, it will kill the energy. And John's good about setting everything up first. 
I mean, just laying it all out. So yeah. he's not having to look for something because in, in like a lot of the scenes that we do, I mean, you just can't stop right no. in the middle of it. No. Right. If I'm digging through my bag for 15 minutes, getting frustrated because I can't find my dragon right. tail. The energy goes out of the scene. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Consider any music, lighting, scents, or other sensory elements you want the experience to include. These elements are overlooked by many dungeons and doms who think that play is only about physical stimulation. A small amount of effort can greatly enhance the mood and enjoyment of the scene for both participants. So she got really excited the other day. We went and got a singing bowl. And she knew that we were getting the singing bowl to play with as part of our play because she likes the vibration. She likes the energy play. She likes the spiritual play. And she found an incense burner that was on a chain and, and you wave it across them. Like they use in, in Catholic, Catholic Church. Church. Yeah. yeah. So we used that for the first time this last weekend. And not only did she comment and was happy that it was happening, people next to us like, oh, my God. That's amazing. That smells great. And it just really set the tone. That's awesome. Because we think about music. We think yeah. about blindfolds and sensory deprivation, but we don't think about smells yeah. and and different types of tastes mm -hmm. sometimes. And were you blowing it on me or just waving it? I was over? just waving it over you. Oh. And I could tell she had her eyes closed. She wasn't looking. She was just letting herself feel. But I could tell she knew when it was coming closer and she knew. She, she knew where it was because she could feel it. Mm -hmm. Not because it was touching her, but I could watch by her response when, when I'd bring it to her chest, her chest would rise. And when I'd bring it to her stomach, there were no vibrations. It was just the scent. But she knew when it was by her stomach and when it was by her chest and when it was by her face, just from the energy from it. It's mm -hmm. way cool. All right. And yeah, and it says a small amount of effort can greatly enhance the mood. So... You know, take some time. Definitely. Care about what you're doing. Care about your partner. Number three, greetings and pleasantries. Get on your knees, bitch. Take off your fucking clothes and suck my cock. <laughs> wow. When your play partner arrives, don't go straight into strict dom mode right from the get-go. No matter how kinky she is, she is a person first. Fuck that shit. Yeah, what, what did you do the first time we had sex? I held you and I, I, we did a lot of things. No. <laughs> I held you and I kissed you and I made sure you were okay. No, the first time, cause you were, you were leaving and I was like, no, we were going to have sex. I know. And, and you came back in and you said, well, all right, if you want to have sex, you better get down on your knees and make it hard. Well, yeah, after I undressed you and did all those other things. Okay, yes, yes, yes. Got her undressed, was nice to her, and then I told her, get on her knees and fucking suck my clock and make it hard if you want to That's fuck. right. <laughs> but I was nice to you first, see? Yes, baby. She's a person are. first. If you say so. <laughs> Not anymore. Got to hurry up. Mia's waiting. Suck this clock, get it hard. <laughs> And I was waiting right outside that door. It's like, come the fuck on! <laughs> wow. Okay. Now that you made her feel special, 
If she shows up a little late, avoid the cliche of the angry dom or punish her for it. There will be plenty of time for that in the future. Hang out and chat for a few minutes. Ask her about her day. This is turning into a date. Yes, it is. We don't want that. At an appropriate interval in the conversation, transition to play with a simple still down for some play or similar. Uh, these are bad. What is this, bro? Okay. <laughs> this is because this is for people that are typically vanilla and and going into True. If the, okay. BDSM. If this was their first scene ever, yes. But let's clarify. At the beginning of this article, it said... This is an article is applicable when you and your play partner are both knowledgeable and enthusiastic about BDSM. It's a new play partner, not someone new to BDSM. Gotcha. So there is a big difference. Thank you for the clarification. Yes. <laughs> yes. Have pleasantries. Do all those things. But when it's when you get to the scene and it's time for the scene, that shit doesn't pl- apply. They came here to do a scene. Don't fuck around. Get into the scene. Get into the headspace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... We'll agree to disagree with this article on that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Number four. Do it, John. I just did number three. All right. It's your turn. All right. Start with the little bondage. Yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah, a little, right? Get the chains of the saran wrap and wrap that bitch up. I know. And this is politely, I don't think so. Politely ask her. They should say her or him, mind you, to go and see if they get There is no politely. No. Get in the position, motherfucker. Yeah. Can you please go and stand on the hearth, face in the fireplace with your hands behind your back? No. Oh my god. No, I'm not I'm not submitting to that. No. Not at all. I'm like fuck no. Slowly and calm her, walk her over. No, grab her by her hair and slam her face into the wall. Did <laughs> <laughs> nice. you see that? She got excited. <laughs> Step on her face and fuck her. Mm-hmm. And it says if she hesitates or refuses, she's going to if you if you're polite with her. Yeah, she's not gonna know what to do. She's like, what she you, gets what? worded out by you asking her to do this. Yeah. Okay, it's a red flag. No, you're supposed to be forceful and assertive. <laughs> that she might not dumb. be ready for BDSL. Yes. It's a red flag that you're not ready to be a dog. Exactly. <laughs> Slowly and calmly walk over to her. She's facing away so she'll hear your footsteps. Put your hands on her shoulders. Feel her energy and let her feel your calmness and confidence. Well, that's that's pretty good. Oh yeah. That's not bad. Yeah. That I need to feel the calmness and right? I absolutely have to have the confidence. Bind your hands behind your back. Leather wrist cuffs are the simplest at this point, but if you're a rope addict, then you can, of course, do rope cuffs instead. The idea is to add a simple, symbolic element of restraint to help her transition into a submissive headspace. And that's that's good advice. Yeah, I think so. You know, but this politeness shit, no. Right. I don't know, unless you want a pussy dom. You know. Right? Well, your plane's going to stand in the corner. <laughs> stand by the hearth, please. <laughs> Put your hands behind your back, please, baby. <laughs> John, number five. No, Misty's number five. Oh, She's yes, going to lay Misty. out the rules and tell us how she wants to be treated. Ooh, get the physical, Misty, and lay out the rules. <laughs> now that her hands are tied, make your physical presence felt. Perhaps a hug from behind. Oh, my God. Pulling her close <laughs> into you. 
explore her body with your hands over the top of her clothes. Build the anticipation. Don't just go straight to the naughty bits. Hips, arms, neck, back, hair, butt, face, tits. Thighs caress teasingly just above her pubic area. Again, and for the last time in this article, keeping within boundaries negotiated prior. Okay. Hmm. So this doesn't sound like BDSM to me at all. No. This sounds like a a sensual romantic (laughs) date. Interlude. How you feeling, baby? Let me kiss your neck. And then you like that? Oh, maybe I'll take you to the bed later and rub your back. Fuck that shit. This is BDSM. (laughs) Bitch. We negotiated. You want to be treated like a slut. Now be my fucking slut. Okay, now, what if they don't want to be treated like a slut? They they negotiated that. They just want to be treated like a bottom and somebody's a top. So, I mean, that's... That's kink. It's if, just if not. If you're my bottom, you're a slut. Well, that's you. That's you, baby, because you negotiated with a slave. And I have to say this, too. This is, it's also giving the allure that they're going to have sex. Now. Yeah, this is more of a right. sexual encounter. Yes. Right. And Which BDSM it can be. It, it is. Absolutely. But in this situation, you know, in the situations I have, it's not a sexual thing. Right. So, anyway, it doesn't apply to everybody is my point. Yeah. So, Misty, please continue. This is this is a soft dom session. It, it yes. is. And we need to, I mean, we need to be gentle with that because there are people that are soft doms and that are. Right. Yeah. And this is a good way for someone who's not experienced in BDSM. Absolutely. That's what I, I think. My, my thing was they said for people who are experienced. Yes. So, this, this is, is completely not. different. Uh, that's what I think. Yeah. So this is people new. And this is good because we want people to get into BDSM. Absolutely. You are simultaneously doing several things here. You are exerting some initial dominance and control over her. Her hands are tied and she will feel the rush of having no control over your touch. And of course, there is the physical sensation of the caressing, which starts to bring blood to the skin and warm her body. Ooh, you like blood play. (laughs) In my experience, if she is kinky and into you, then at this point, she will be melting under your touch, pushing her body into you, possibly closing her eyes and breathing heavily. All good signs that you should continue. If she is already in the zone, then don't be afraid to make some of your touching a little more rough and forceful, being mindful of sensitive areas and organs. I thought it said orgasms, but (laughs) You wish. I know, I know. That's what I see when I look at it. Maybe use your arms to pull her elbows toward each other a little, thrusting her chest out. Now you can start with some dom talk. Everyone's dom talk style is a little different. For me, that means being clear and authoritative, but also calm and not any louder than needed for her to hear me, which at this point might be barely more than a whisper near her ear. This is what you came here for, huh? Are you excited? Are you nervous? Are you going to be a good girl for me? Based on how she responds, you can move on to any rules that you want to establish. Keep any rules simple for first-time play and not too many of them. For example, 
Anytime you answer a question, I want you to add sir at the end. It's a simple and standard one. This is really just about testing the water and seeing how she responds to dominant submission and play. For some, it will be just okay, and others, it will be heaven. You like it when you're called a good girl. I do. That's heaven for you. <laughs> I do. <laughs> and and I like, you know, I like some protocol when, you know, I either have to ask to have an orgasm or you do or like say to ask. thank you. I do like to ask. It's it's her way of saying I'm about to come now. Mm-hmm. My way of saying fuck you. No, you're not. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. mm. uh. Now is a good time to reestablish safe words and that there's no harm or shame in using them. What's your safe word? She says it. And when are you going to say it? If I'm not comfortable and want to stop. Very good. Good girl. (laughs) You can also cover yellow type safe words and how to safe word with a gag in. If you're planning to include a gag in your scene. We did that this weekend. We did. We had a gag in, and our friend looked at you and said, do you know how to say no with a gag in? Mm-hmm. Yep. Because she was worried about you. She was. <laughs> and, yeah. And I'm looking at her, I was like, she doesn't get to say no. <laughs> <laughs> she negotiated this. <laughs> we talked about this. I told her what I was going to do. I didn't ask her. I told her. Slaves can't say no. They can find other ways to say it. They just can't say the word no. No. <laughs> Poor baby. <laughs> Number six, a dash of sensation and a sprinkling of pain to taste. Mm, pepper in that pain. <laughs> pepper that vagina. Oh, my God. Oh, we did that to you, didn't we? Yum. Yes. Okay. So there was a bowl of fig, the figs, a bowl of ginger root mm-hmm. at the party. Of course there was. And she's like, well, what's that for? So my other friend looked at me and said, hey, John. Why don't you tell her what those are for? It's like, now, it was oh. on the table with all the food. So I'm like, what? You know, is that going with the food? I mean, I know what figging is. Yeah. You did know what it was, especially after I told you again. She got <laughs> so scared. I would be scared, too. I took her downstairs right. and yeah. brought one of the roots down with me. I said, okay, you ready? She said, no. I blindfolded her and told her, all right, spread your ass. She said, no, please. And she was Begging. What do we do? Tricked me. Stuck it on her nipples instead. (laughs) (laughs) But it was like, you know, I I guess they touched my ass or something. And it was, and then they were like, can you feel it getting warmer? And I'm thinking, oh, yeah, I think so. Oh my God. I didn't know what I fucking felt at that point. Um, And that's a mind fuck. All right. Do we leave it on that note? There's a lot more to this. Okay. Absolutely. I think so. That's a good start. Yes. Not very intense yet, but it's a good way to build up. It is. I think so. Especially with a new play partner. We just, we said at the beginning, we want to take it slow with a new play partner. I didn't go crazy with her the first time we played. Mm -mm. Mm-mm. Well, we did, but we started out slow. We did. Well, I mean, the first time we played. The first time we played. I did a little bit of fire, and I right. sucked on your tits and ki- gave you a kiss. Mm-hmm. That was it. What? On the diving board what? in front of everybody. 
What? Square. I didn't. Well, yeah. <laughs> but okay. I didn't hit you with any whips. No. Nope. I didn't fuck you. No. We just did some sensual stuff and made you squirt. And then the second time, we did some more. I let your tits on fire the second time, didn't I? Mm-hmm. Yeah. In front of everybody. No. <laughs> we were here. I put you on the course and spanked you a little bit and put mm-hmm. the vibrator on and made you scream. <gasps> That's right. Yeah. Oh, that was really good. In front of everyone. Yeah. And then I let your tits on fire in front of everyone. <laughs> yeah. All of our scenes, just about all of our scenes, are always in front of everyone. Yes, because yes. that excites us. Yes, <laughs> she's a big old slut. Yeah, and I'm a big You're old a big whore. Wow. So yes, on that note, if they ever want to come see, let us know. We'll do yes. it right in front of you. Yes, <laughs> live porn. All right. Right? Live porn. That's what we need to have. When we go on tour, that's what we'll be doing. Our next event needs to be live porn. My goodness. (laughs) Right. We'll go to FatCon and do that. We'll go to this. We'll be the Circus Sideshow. Oh, my God. (laughs) Won't you ever. Yeah. Yes, definitely. All right. Well, it's been fun. So, until next time, make all your soft dom fantasies. I mean... Make all your domination fantasies, telling her what to do, and be your little slutty bitch fantasies become realities. Ah, uh, ah. Uh.